Hello you all and welcome to episode 8, Mary's Tribute. Have you ever had this feeling that someone was brought into this world just for you? Well, this person is my sensei. From when I can recollect, she has always been my guiding angel. Growing up, I was always called baby around the house and that changed once I got to puberty when I was Khadija. I got this pet name from this beautiful soul and we refer to her as Mary, Mama Mariamu and officially she was known as Mary Wakesho. She was Taita and just the most beautiful, beautiful person I've ever met. She was our nanny, house help, cattle herder, cow milker, gardener, painter, fixer. She just did it all. In my eyes, there was nothing she couldn't do. In my eyes, there was nothing she couldn't do. Her drive and determination has been my compass all these years. I grew up on a farm and my parents sold milk, mostly distribution happening during the mornings before or after school drop-off. Growing up, I wanted to be a veterinarian. I remember watching the vet coming to inspect or help deliver a problematic cow. Otherwise, Mary would do it and care and nurse the calf and separate the placenta from the cow. She was just an all-round kind of person. From delivering to then milking the cow because then the cow would have a lot of milk and that was our a huge distributor to then taking some of the milk and feeding it to the cow old school style in a bucket i remember grasping all these things that she would do from milking the cow to um fixing uh the fence to clearing the cow dung to fertilizing the gardens she just taught me a lot i remember there was uh this a phrase she would like to say which means rain will pour out today and lo and behold there was rain i used to look at her in awe i remember i'm like wow how did she know all this i came to later realize it's just how you listen to nature and everything around you you actually feel that rain's coming and these days i say to myself it's going to rain today she taught me to take into nature love the ground plants animals i remember there was this cow called zaituni which means olives this was a cow you had to stay away from this cow had a craze and would chase anyone on its path she was a barren cow that my uncle had for some reason bought i still do not know why 
And this cow had a difficulty bonding with the other cows. I remember being chased by this cow and believe that would be a reason for joining the cross-country team and jumping over fences to save myself. She had a soft spot for even this cow, giving her tender loving care. She loved unconditionally. She named most of the cows in the bomber. I remember we had um, this cow named Maji, which means water. Moto, which means fire. Nyota, which means star. And took real care of animals. We had Asha. We had Safina. And Safina was the most beautiful cow we had ever seen. It was a mixture of um, Frisian and Gunzi. And this cow was just the queen of all the cows. She used to lead the herd and she was the first to drink out of the watering hole. It was just a thing watching them and how she would just be the first to get the fodder. She would be the first to go and eat anything that was put in front. Um, the cows just knew she was the queen. Sadly, this cow came to pass away with skin cancer. It was sad watching her, oh, in pain. The sun, she couldn't bear it and all that. And we had to say goodbye. My first recollection of dogs was when Mark and Smarty were born. Little German Shepherd pups. Smarty went to another home. I was sad to see him go because he was a light brown, so gorgeous. Mark was uh, black and brown. Beautiful. Mark graced us with his light and loyalty, and throughout his journey, other dogs came to live with us and either passed on, and Mark welcomed them. He was Rosemary's buddy through much, and I knew to let cats and dogs coexist with each other. I saw her teaching them to love one another. Dad adopted a dog named Dulo from KRSPCA, which was for the rescue animals. This dog, he limped and he just had one eye. He had come from an abusive home. Oh, I loved that dog. And he would follow me everywhere. I miss and I cry for the loyalty and devotion that animals have. And I saw this through Mary's eyes. She was like a shaman, treating them, knowing their ailments, the bond was real. I reminisce helping to give birth to cobs, twins. I remember Dad named them Mary and Khadija because we did it together. She was the best midwife there was, be it animals or humans. The experience was out of this world. Listening to instructions, pulling out the calves, clearing the mucus, getting them warm, giving them milk later on. 
I often tell this story when um, doing team building exercises, to which I hear an ew response in the end. But I give it anyway, because it is one of the highlights of my life. My love for storytelling was inspired by her. If I read a book, I couldn't wait. I would run and narrate the story to her. If I watched a movie, I would also narrate this to her with all the trimmings the next day. I remember I struggled with English in primary school. Being from a Swahili-speaking family, I found it a bit hard. And I remember from a very young age, children would laugh at me. My English teacher in primary school embarrassed me one day by reading my composition to the whole class and the children laughing. I was in standard seven, and I mostly started my sentences with, and then, and then. After that traumatic embarrassment, I went back to the drawing board and re-strategized. The laughter from the children laughing at me ringing in my ears. That was my start to the word love affair. And it has continued and become my passion. The irony. I've often wondered why I didn't pursue literature. Well, it's never too late, I guess. We've shared much with this lady. And I've had many life lessons and experiences with her. I remember I was 16 and, as usual, evaded being in the house and also helping. I just had to be outside. I used to love household chores. No, thank you. <laughs> My chores were mostly for the outside. On this particular day, we were cleaning the calves' uh, sleeping area. And that would be taking out the dung and sweeping the area, cleaning it with water, waiting for it to dry, then later putting some hay on there for um, the sleeping area to be more comfortable and as well as something to eat. The neighbors kept horses and the stable head was uh, demolishing a brick wall that had over the years been half broken. We kept working away, clearing as the thuds banged in rhythm. Ta, ta, ta. Then suddenly we heard a heavy thud and crumble and the distress call. We rushed out of the Kibanda store. And rushed to the fence, edged on the ground, with a big slab of stone brick on the man's chest. He was in pain, the slab pressing on his chest. Mary tried to lift the slab. I tried to help. But it was too heavy. He called out for help. And soon enough, an ambulance was called. Oh, but he couldn't breathe. He was struggling. And to cut the story short, uh, the ambulance king took him. And I remember getting the news the next day. 
that he had passed on. That experience was unreal. Anna replayed sometimes, wondering how scared must he have been feeling so helpless. All that stone on him and he couldn't push it away. My love for cats, dogs, chicken, cows, ducks, you name it. I saw her nurture animals growing up. I always had a cat. Learned to keep a pregnant mom comfortable while I gave birth, respecting their privacy and knowing not to touch a newborn as the scent is vital for bonding. All this I learned from this wonderful lady. Mary had a set of twins, not identical, named Hawa, which means Eve, and Mariam, which means Mary. And they would come visit her. And I remember I would love to see them arrive from the gate, walking into the boma. And for an extra treat would be the grandchildren coming to visit as well. It would be a highlight of hers, seeing how joyous and full of excitement she was. She was a person who lived in a one unit. Um, she wasn't married, so she was a person who was lonesome in a way. So everything around her was her world, I guess. Looking back at it now. Funny, she would say, I would get on a plane one day and see the world. And years later, after her passing on, I did exactly that. And when I visit all these places, I hold my hand to my heart. And know she is there in spirit. Oh, I remember her passing was a week before I had my little one. And I remember reading the sad news and my heart heavy, helpless that I was miles away. I remember moving into my property and having to paint the walls and try to make the house as homely as possible. Finding the courage to do all these things, apart from the strength and tenacity that I saw from my mother, Mary was my inspiration in terms of DIY, do-it-yourself attitude, gardening, painting, tiling. I learned a lot from her. Today, I pay her this tribute that I wrote myself. From childhood to adulthood, you have eased and taught me livelihood. I reminisce your undivided attention and utmost devotion. From house painting to polishing floors, washing clothes, dishes and closing doors, you were my friend, the best I ever had. I remember you calling me baby. It feels so sad. Oh, you are no more. Though glad you saw my children when they were just young and raw. To me, you are never fully gone. Because your spirit is glued to the bone. Rest well, my guiding angel. Till we meet again, how we wear an invisible bangle. Filled with light lifting way up high. I love you. With all my heart so high. I love you with all my heart.
I remember and sigh. Allah Kareem, God is good, all the time. Unconditional love is beautiful and to know how it feels and how it looks is amazing. My love for animals genetically comes from my father. He would rescue and adopt animals from a young age and as confused as I was of my calling, I know I bond well with animals and I am happiest with them. And the unconditional love for them was taught and inspired by Mary. And she is in everything I do. I will end this podcast with this quote. Friendship is the hardest thing in the world to explain. It's not something you learn in school. But if you haven't learned the meaning of friendship, you really haven't learned anything. Muhammad Ali Till next time, take care of yourselves. Goodbye.